Running your own business is hard. There are about a million things to consider, and small business owners find themselves facing a lot of unpredictable circumstances. Sometimes an opportunity can turn into a disaster. And sometimes people get desperate and do things that aren't exactly legal. The fact is, a business decision can get you killed. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 1803 disappearance of George Bass, a sailor, explorer, and surgeon in the Royal Navy who vanished on a voyage to South America. There are a lot of different ways that this story ends, depending on who you ask. From a young age, George Bass knew that he loved to explore the world. Born in 1771 in England, he was looking for an interesting path in life, and it seems that he found it. At only 18, he became a member of the Company of Surgeons. By 23, he was a surgeon in the Royal Navy. From what I can tell, it used to be a much shorter pipeline to medical practices. Eventually, George made his way to Australia, and this would set him on a new path. At 24, he and his friend, a 21-year-old man called Flinders, decided to explore the coastline near South Sydney. They had a small boat that they called the Tom Thumb, and they did a bunch of things that most people agree that they never should have done in a boat that small. Fearlessly, they trekked on. They even discovered habitable land that would be good for settlement. At 26, Bass obtained a whaleboat. He ventured out with a crew of six sailors and stumbled across a new port where escaped convicts were trapped. He promised to go back for them to rescue them, and he actually did. His adventures would lead him to make a discovery, later called the Bass Strait, and this was a pretty big deal because it meant days of saved time and travel while transporting goods. Amazingly, he didn't even name it after himself. His friend actually named it after him. But something stuck from this trip. Bass decided to start transporting and selling different goods. Now, running a business isn't easy, trust me. My entire life is a mess of emails, invoices, planning, mapping, and then work. And unlike George Bass, my job cannot, at least as far as I can tell, get me killed. So, I've got a lot of respect for him pulling together his ship, his crew, and making a business plan for a growing business. In all of this, he even managed to find himself a wife, a young woman named Elizabeth Waterhouse. Now, 
I'm sure that his wife knew what she was signing up for because her own brother was one of Bass's former crewmates. But suffice it to say that this would be one fairly short marriage. On October 8, 1800, they married. Bass carried on with his travels, exploring the world and finding straits while Elizabeth stayed at home. With Bass's aspirations, he only existed to her in the letters that they wrote to one another. He was never home, and she did not see him. And in 1803, having still not returned home, Bass ran into some business trouble. He had a bunch of goods, planning to sell them at a port in Australia, but it didn't work out that way. When he arrived with his shipment, the idea of being a rich private trader dancing before his eyes, he found that the territory had absolutely no need for his goods. In fact, he couldn't even sell them at half price. There was just too much available. It is believed that this is where everything went wrong. Bass knew that he needed to sell his goods, and his legal options for doing so were running out. However, he knew that there was one way that he might be able to make money. A lot of money. By selling his goods in South America. And this was a really bad idea. At the time, South America was a Spanish territory, and the Spanish government was really serious about trade. Basically, they blocked all trade that wasn't approved by them, from what I can tell, more or less. What was meant to ensure that the money from trade was going to Spain actually made it so there was a pretty big shortage of certain goods in the area. And as you might expect, people in South America were not exactly thrilled with this. An underground market for products was growing, and these networks were relying on people from other countries. People just like George Bass and his crew. It is thought that this would lead Bass to make the choice that would ultimately get him and his entire crew killed. Now, Bass did not admit that he was going to do this, but in his writings, he did allude to something he couldn't talk about, so not exactly subtle, and people assume that this is what he was referring to. He was traveling to South America, but it is believed that he might have been going there under legal circumstances. Many think that he definitely saw his cargo and decided instead of losing all of his wealth, he would make way more by bringing in some products that were considered contraband in South America. On February 5th, 1803, George Bass set sail, presumably with plans of heading to Chile. So, what happened to him? There are a few different theories, but none of them are really supported by any evidence. The prevailing theory is that Bass and his crew ventured out to Chile with plans of making an illegal trade. This was a bold move, and one that was very likely to get him into a lot of trouble. Other people had already gotten in trouble for doing this. 
People think that he likely showed up, tipped off the wrong person, and ended up getting caught. Now, who caught him is another discussion entirely. Obviously, there is the clear risk that the government or some kind of authority caught him. In this case, he very well could have been killed, but some believe it would have been more likely that he and his crew were forced into working in these brutal Peruvian mines, which was happening to quite a few other people from other countries. The only problem is that there is no record of this, and eventually, all of those people were released. No one from his original crew ever surfaced, which meant that his entire crew was likely dead. This does cast a shadow of doubt on this theory. Of course, there is the other option. There is the option that George Bass didn't know what he was doing and got himself and his entire crew killed in a black market deal. To explain how this went down in my mind, I want to share a story from my Dungeons & Dragons table. When my party first started, we were trying to gather some intel on some pretty shady people. This was not a seasoned party, and a lot of us are still growing into our roles and characters. Our rogue, who is exactly who you want when you're hunting down a criminal in the shadows, was given the task of gathering intel from a specific source. So he walks into this shady tavern that is full of criminals, walks right up to the bartender, and at a completely normal volume says... Have you seen any suspicious characters around here? You know, like you do. Now, because we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, this was the funniest thing in the world to us, and we still laugh about it constantly. But a part of me wonders if there is any chance that George Bass, an honest businessman, could have done some sort of equivalent while trying to access this black market to sell his products. And in doing so, is it possible that the criminals he interacted with just decided to kill his entire crew and keep the products because who would know? Obviously, we will probably never know the truth about this, but it seems pretty likely to me. Of course, there is one other very simple option there is the chance that his decision to travel to this location got him killed for a completely different reason. Traveling across the open ocean isn't exactly safe, and many people believe that the complete lack of evidence regarding their disappearance makes it more likely that they were simply swallowed up by the ocean during their travel. Maybe after all of those years spent traveling in impossible conditions on that tiny boat in his early years, he burned through all of his luck. And on this voyage, he finally ran out. George and his crew vanished. Elizabeth Bass never saw her new husband again. So, if you want to discuss relationships maintained entirely through handwritten letters, 
the freedom of being able to go anywhere that a vehicle can take you, even if it is a tiny boat, or the inherent risks of trying to enter a black market as a totally normal person, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.